Hey everyone, it's Trisha Carr. Welcome to this energy update. It's a mini episode of Charmed Life and I just wanted to do a quick update on the energy right now because it's kind of out there and really intense. So if you are either witnessing from other people or feeling in yourself some unrest and some discomfort, maybe some chaos and uh, just like all kinds of things bubbling up, well, there's a reason for it. I noticed that this happens every year around this time. This is October of 2019 and during this month of dematerial or rematerialization, depending on the hemisphere you're in, there is a lot of excitement in the psychic field or the mental-emotional field and the elemental field. So I'll explain all of, all of those things. Like I said, in the northern hemisphere, we uh, have the experience of dematerializing. That means that we are going from summer to fall, or depending on where you are today in Los Angeles, it was like 88 degrees. It was still really hot, but the quality of the air and the atmosphere is still very distinctly fall. It's very autumn, but we're kind of really just getting into it. In some other areas, even in the northern hemisphere, it might be super cold already, but it is still a fall or autumn kind of cold and really kind of the transitional kind of um, feeling about the ecosystem rather than the dead of winter or the dead of summer. So we're still in that in-betwixt and between time. Likewise, for the Southern Hemisphere, there is a sort of rematerialization going on because they are moving from winter to spring. And so the dark season and the cooler season is giving way to the light and the warm. I'm going to go ahead and start with the Northern Hemisphere because that's where I am and that's what I'm experiencing. And perhaps I have a lot of folks who are actually, you know, on that same tip since, you know, you're attracted to the work that I do. You may actually be more in the Northern Hemisphere. Well, the thing is that in October, regardless of Northern and summer, Southern Hemisphere, I should say, there is a thinning of the veil. In the transitional seasons, there is a veil thinning. And now that sounds all Wiccan and old-fashioned and that it's just one way to say that there is a changing of the guard, really, in the elemental sphere. So in the elemental sphere, there is a quickening of either dematerialization or rematerialization. So in that northern hemisphere, in this northern hemisphere, there is the experience of death. It's just the truth. Things are wrapping up. All of the harvest has been collected. We are pretty full and satiated or sated. I was kind of conflating those words. and But now things are starting to feel dry and the, the crops are starting to no longer bear and the celebration is sort of turning into something else. And we have this between time that feels really weird and there is actually a lot of contact because of the materials, the elements actually shifting, the atomic layer actually shifting its form very quickly, very quickly, quickly very rapidly then it actually does put us into a close kind of contact with the uh, spirit realm as well. It's the same stuff. It's all really these layers are all upon one another and our resonance with them is palpably felt. And so with the experience of death happening, there can be panic, there can be unrest, there can be a scarcity feeling. I saw a lot of that today with the people that I, that I was connecting with, a lot of feeling of lack and scarcity, a lot of panic kind of anxiety feeling. And this is all normal. 
and there is something that we can do about it. And then likewise, the, the converse would be true if you're in the southern hemisphere. There might be this kind of anxious energy to get out there and express, but it's not quite time yet. You know what I mean? Like the harvest isn't quite here. It's not time for the fruit to show up. And there is a sort of senioritis, you know what I mean? Like when you're ready to graduate, when you're ready to go, but it's not quite here. So it can also provoke a kind of anxiety and the veil is thinning as all of the duties are at their posts starting to get ready for a new kind of responsibility. And so it is true, this is why in um, some other kind of older tradition, we would say the veil is thinning. The, the distinction between the conscious and the subconscious is, is thinner. And so we are becoming more aware of it. We are either becoming more aware of it because we're doing it with intention and consciousness, or it is showing us its awareness through panic, anxiety, and a fear of lack. And so if you're seeing these things, whether in others or in yourself, then just hold space for it. It's just calling your attention to it so that you can actually use your spiritual technology, which I will speak of in a moment, to actually become back into the seat of the master again. And so what I mean by the um, spiritual technology is really the calendar and uh, even these, these bodies are truly spiritual technology. We are a spiritual technology of love or of source energy of the universe. And so we have other kinds of tools that are spiritual technology, like our calendar, like knowing what is going on in the um, in in the atmosphere, knowing what is going on um, time-wise, season-wise, maybe what's going on in as astrology, cosmically speaking, but also different kinds of rituals. Maybe you want to do some house cleaning because there's clutter. They say uh, spring cleaning, but fall cleaning as well, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, is a good thing to do right now. Maybe get a little feng shui going on, start to clear up some clutter because you've been moving so fast-paced with the harvest, with the expression of the fullness, or conversely, on the Southern Hemisphere, with the quietude that you experience during the cold months, then now it's time to shift and change. And so you may have some, some energy to shift in your physical space, and that will give you a lot of relief. Channel some of that anxious energy into something that is productive, like cleaning or rearranging, and that could be in the virtual space too. Maybe the desktop of your computer needs to be cleaned up. Maybe you need to have that conversation with someone that is setting some uncomfortable energy straight. Any of these kinds of things are really powerful to do, but other rituals as well. Maybe look into your astrology chart. Maybe look into your numerological chart right now, what's going on this month, what you, you will be doing the next year as, your, as the global year changes, numerologically and your personal year changes numerologically and the energy that we experience as the calendar is shifting because we orient to these numbers these numbers that we have assigned to ourselves which are also like I say this is a spiritual technology assigning numbers to what is going on in our demarcation of time and space this is coming from the subconscious mind to the conscious mind and we can take that back down again into the subconscious mind so we're using our full mind and our full awareness rather than letting things sneak up on us. Numbers are something that that subconscious or that spiritual mind understand really well. So being as it is close to a calendar flipping over and we start to orient to the energy of a new number, it's usually a good time to look at where you are in your numerology or if it has to do with your solar return or something along those lines, it's a good time to do this. 
the other kinds of spiritual technology that you might want to utilize, it could just the, your regular things, spend some, have a quality time with your oracle cards, your pendulum, or if you are one who uses religion as a, uh, or, or some kind of spiritual, or excuse me, I should say belief system, religion or belief system as a way to experience your spirituality, this is a good time to use some of those, give yourself an extra session, an extra time to meditate, to pray, to commune, to go to your meeting or your, you know, worship service, whatever it is that you use. What is primary in all of this, in any spiritual technology, is to remember and always activate that you are sovereign in it, even with your tools. This is how religion went off for us. And it's religion isn't the only culprit. It's just kind of obvious to people who are into metaphysical thought, more obvious that religion maybe seem like an outdated spiritual technology. It isn't necessarily. It, it can be utilized really well still, but the issue comes in when we actually give our sovereignty over to the tools, to the spiritual technology. So if we believe that angels are in charge of us and that they are somehow hierarchically higher than us, that is when things get off. That's when we could align with guides that are not of the light. That is when we could align with um, issues in our life, patterns that keep showing up, up because we aren't, able, we aren't able to manifest because we aren't connected with our manifesting power, which is your mastery, which is your I am energy, which is the energy of you as a creator, a creator. And that's how we need to make sure that our tools stay in the proper framework. So if you have a uh, personal year of seven next year, seven is a highly spiritual number. It's also the number of introspection. It doesn't mean that you have to be condemned to be in your room the whole year. If you have a personal year of four coming up next year, that's the builder number. That's the teacher number. It's the grounding number that is setting up for the new systems that you would experience freedom through by the by the following year, which would be a five. It doesn't mean that you're in some kind of heavy, uh, you know, boring stage for all of that four year. You are master over it. Four can look like anything. Six, seven can look like anything. Your tools and, and that you use can look like anything. It's about you finding your highest light by using these tools and adding them to you. And same likewise with the calendar or the seasons that we're going through. Now, the reason I think that this particular transitional season is feeling even more heightened, I don't know if it is for you, I mean, again, I feel this every year at this time. I usually do an energy update at this time, even if I don't post it like on my YouTube channel, where I'm talking about y'all. It feels like scarcity. It feels like anxiety because the 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 energy of the elemental realm is actually dematerializing. And without awareness, then we think that that's death of some kind, but it's all happening unconsciously. We bring it into consciousness and we celebrate the changeover of the season and we celebrate the the um, how close we are and how thin that veil is and how close we are to being able to use our whole mind if we do it with full awareness. So the reason that it may feel a bit more enhanced right now is because we're also this time in Mercury retrograde pre-shadow. Now, we always talk about Mercury retrograde and Mercury is the planet of communication and what to do and not do during Mercury retrograde. Again, that is a technology that does not rule you. You can sign a contract to Mercury retrograde. It is a tool for you this retrograde season. They're usually about three weeks, three and a half weeks for you to actually go inside and make sure that you have your communications in order. Take a little more time with it. It doesn't mean that it some kind of condemnation. It may be, which happened to me in the one in February of this year, 
year. It was time for me to get a new computer, but I had been not giving myself permission to spend that money and to, you know, give myself, allow allow that abundance to come to me. And so my computer crapped out on me like three days after Mercury retrograde started. It was a tool for me to be able to go deep within and allow and receive. And so Mercury retrograde can be used for all of that. And it's a really a wonderful and exciting time to be able to, you know, kind of do again that, that, um, that, spring or fall cleaning of your communication and you even your inner communication so to go inside but in pre-shadow you actually kind of feel really heightened too pre and post shadow mercury retrograde can sometimes be, make you feel even more sensitive because the energy is freshly shifting and you're feeling it especially those who are more psychic and intuitive and consciously connecting to metaphysical um, lifestyle and thought and law of attraction and energy you are very sensitive to this and so you can utilize the pre-shadow time to begin to do that work already because guess what you feel the pre-shadow because when actual mercury retro when mercury is in retrograde other people will start to feel it who maybe don't spend as much awareness on metaphysical and energetic thought so you need to do the work before them so you can hold the space for them because you are uh, way showers, light bringers, you are pathfinders, and you're ones who are on the path of light ahead of people just a little bit more. And so that's why you feel it. All of this is here to support you. All of this is here as you are able to hold the light at an even higher in an even higher alignment to be able to see that in others and in yourself and to allow us all to ascend. We don't actually ascend without one another, but you may be called to be the one who's a bit braver. And if you feel that anxiety, if you feel the questions about lack and scarcity showing up, that's just there because it wants to be released. We don't shove down the emotions and the feelings. We welcome them and we say, oh, hello, friend. You're here to tell me about the work that I am ready to do. And that work is holding space for those emotions and allowing it to release. So get to your spiritual ritualizing. I've got to go now because I have a a coaching session and I will see you guys real soon. Go ahead, comment, share, and... um, Uh, ask questions on however you're receiving this. You can see it on my Facebook. You can see it on my YouTube. And you can also hear it on my podcast feed. And I will see you guys real soon. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. Watch Charmed Life with Trisha Carr live streamed every Sunday at noon Pacific on YouTube or on the broadcast window on our website. Links are in the description of this episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Thank you for shining your light on our beautiful world. And thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. Hey guys, it's Trisha Carr. I have new exciting things going on with my Mystic Arts Academy. You can now subscribe to receive all of the live monthly content for about a third of the investment of a single class. Included are at least one downloadable guided meditation per month, two live events ranging from classes, channeled messages, group readings, intuitive development guidance, Q&A sessions, and tons of community. You'll also have access to a private Facebook community for fellowship and support, and this space is kept super sacred and high vibrational. Your subscription gives you access to the whole library of classes and live events, which are on a vast array of topics. All events are offered online by Zoom video call, and many are also offered live in person at my studio here in Los Angeles. 
Subscribing to the Mystic Arts Academy is also a way for you to support the Charmed Life podcast and engage on a deeper level. I'm offering the subscription at a super low rate of $22 a month. Joining now locks in this rate for as long as you're subscribed. Click on the description of this episode or go to my website, trishacarcharm.com, and click on Mystic Arts Academy. I look forward to connecting.